Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today to have friends and apostles Dale and Dana Cobertson, founders of Gethsemane Church, now Hope City Church in Evansville, Indiana, and now Traveling Ministers. And they have two sons, a daughter, eight grandchildren, and one great-grandchildren. What a blessing for all yes. those kids, Dan. What a blessing <laughs> they are. So, well, I'm so thankful you all came and to be with me today, and let's pray. Father, we come hungry for what they have to share, Father. We're so thankful that you sent Jesus to pay the price at Calvary. And we come ready to receive from the precious Word of God today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I know, Dale, you had shared a little bit of your testimony here about a little over a year you were on the podcast. And if you want to share a little bit, uh, maybe a refresher about that, and then uh, and then tie in Dana, that'd be great. Well, Dana and I both were raised in church, but she, uh, she her testimony is that she didn't run from God, which I did. Praise God. And between the ages of... 18 and 22, I just tried to do anything I was big enough to do. And then at age 22, I gave my life to the Lord. In fact, I planned the meeting in which I was born again. I was asked to uh, lead a uh, youth meeting and uh, organize it and get it all in there. So I got the pr preacher, got the singers, got everybody. And I was the only one that got born again that night. <laughs> and my life changed dramatically. And my greatest joy about Dana's testimony is that as a young child, she gave her life to the Lord, and then she didn't deviate from that. She never veered off the path. Amen. She has no regrets. Praise God. That's right. Amen. That's and right. she's always been one that has a hunger for the things of God and chase after God. I think it'd be good for you to talk about being filled with the Holy Ghost, how you were oh, in college. Well, yeah. It wasn't real dramatic, but... no. But I didn't have any um, background on the Holy Spirit. I was raised Methodist, Methodist girl, loved church, mm -hmm. went to church, served. I was telling the Bible study group last night, I served. I watched people serve, and I wanted to serve. It was important to me. But I wanted more, and I started asking questions to Sunday school teachers and some of the elders in the church, and everybody said, oh, that's already passed, the Holy Spirit. Uh, being baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues has already passed. And then I started studying um, different men and women in the Bible in days gone past through the Methodist Church and found out through John Wesley that he and his brothers were filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So I went to the pastor and they said, you know, that just doesn't happen anymore. That's just passed. And I just couldn't let it go. I don't know. And my heart was like, there's more. There's got to be more. And I would read the book of Acts and go, well, how did this pass away? There has to be more to this. Mm -hmm. So I started uh, going to different churches on Sunday nights because I went to my church, but we didn't have um, any church services on Sunday nights. So I went to different churches just trying to find anybody that could tell me something. And uh, Found out a little bit, but not a whole lot. But I went to this Pentecostal church, and I loved their music, and I loved the excitement that was there. But nobody could tell me why um, they were filled with the Spirit. They, they didn't even know, really, why they were filled with the Spirit. So mm -hmm. finally, one day, I think I was 18 years old, I just got down by my bed and started praying. I said... God, if this Holy Ghost is real and true, in which in the Methodist Church, our Apostles' Creed, we always said in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I said, if this is true, I want this Holy Ghost. And I kept waiting. I kept waiting for something dramatic to happen. 
I guess I thought he was just going to take my tongue and move it up and down. And nothing, nothing happened, not a thing at all. And I was probably there at my bedside for about an hour. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go on and do what I do today. So I needed to hop in the shower, getting ready to go to church that night to a, something, a youth group or something. And I'm in the shower and I'm singing in my known language. And all of a sudden I hear myself singing in a different language. And I went, oh, my goodness, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. This is the Lord. And got so excited about it. But I kept it kind of under wraps quite a bit because the people that I knew that I talked to about it, they didn't really believe that was for today. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of kept it quiet. Went off to college and found three girlfriends that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost in a Methodist college. And we used to have Bible studies together and pray together. And we kept it quiet, too, because it wasn't known at college. So not quiet because I was ashamed, Mm -hmm. but because people just didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And then once I got out of college, I found out about this man named uh, Kenneth E. Hagen Mm -hmm. and uh, started reading some of his materials and found out about Kenneth Copeland and started going to a Bible study that had him on tapes. And we used to listen to tapes on a Wednesday night and then talk about it. And then everybody that night got filled with the Holy Spirit, all us Methodist people. So, yeah. So she had this where, you know, you saw pursuit. In my case, it was almost reluctance. And in 1977, on December the 12th, I believe it was, the entire basketball team of University of Evansville was killed in a plane crash. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. That's the only way I could do it because I'd help some of these guys work out, weight lift and do stuff. Wow. And so I knew some of them. And uh, anyway, I I went to a place where I was going to quit. I prepared my last sermon. I quit. I mean, I wrote it out, had it all in there, why I was quitting and all that. And uh, I went to bed that night and I said, Father God, I know it's not your will that I quit, but I don't know what to do. And then I started thinking about the Holy Spirit, how I saw the change in my dad and how wonderful God had done a work in him, you know, changed him from a person who was racist to a person who was filled with love to a person who was excited about the things of God and changed him. I mean, my dad always seemed like a good person, but he was absolutely changed dramatically. And it was wonderful. And so it was so important to see that change in his life. So I was laying in bed and just started asking God if this Holy Spirit's real and that's what made a difference in his life, I want to have that difference in my life also. Mm-hmm. And I was laying there and I said, then I finally, I remember saying it like this, Father God, if this Holy Spirit is real and I have to speak in tongues to be filled with the Holy Ghost, I guess I'll want to receive that. <laughs> And that's that's how reluctant I was. I mean, just you well, know, I you was were a bad former Baptist. I was a Baptist yeah. minister at that time, and at that moment when I did that, I I was gloriously filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't want to go into all the details; it's just too long. But my life changed dramatically mm-hmm. at that one comment, that Mine one too. place. Mm-hmm. So both of us, hers was in pursuit, mine was out of desperation and reluctance. You wow. know that it came. 
the Holy Ghost wants to meet you where you are. That's yeah. right. Everybody thinks they've got to hold their mouth right or do something. You know, yes. everything's got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. and, and that's not the case. He really loves us enough that he'll take us, even if you're reluctant or not fearful, but hesitant. And he'll, if you'll just yield to him. And in Dana's case, she pursued him. Yeah. And he said, I'll let you catch me. That's right. He did. <laughs> that was wonderful. It that's, he just changed my life there. Being filled with the Holy Spirit just changed my whole outlook. And then I would start reading the Word, and it, it was coming alive to me. Mm -hmm. What I couldn't understand before, suddenly I'm having some understanding, not all. Right. But, but as much as I could, I was understanding. And then I wanted to share this gift. Wow. And every chance I could, I would share it more one-on-one -on -one with people but uh, girlfriends, I would share how um, my life was just just changed. Like life had meaning. Yes. Life had purpose now. Yep. There, was, there was somewhere to go and something to do. So. Well, Father, I thank you that we have the opportunity to share what good news that we have received with the knowledge that the Holy Spirit is still in operation today. Yes. And that he wants to work in our lives, changing us. And that, Father God, that being filled with the Holy Spirit just comes from simply asking and receiving, just like it was when we asked Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior. Yes. We thank you, Father, that being saved is the greatest thing that could happen to us, and the Holy Spirit is the greatest thing that could happen to us as believers. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you could share how to reach y'all. You can just call me. I don't mind at all. My phone number is 812 457-8587. That's 812-457-8587. We always are looking for the opportunities to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Amen. Well, thank you. Looking forward to day two. And folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.